Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. If you, you can also view the show elsewhere at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jesus0917. Again, that is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jesus0917 or goodhouse1968.net or goodhouse1968.space. <clears throat> also, you at, if you go to Blog Talk Radio, you could just look up Good House 1968, and uh, you can uh, listen to the uh, ministries there. All right, I'm going to open with a word of prayer, and then I'm going to begin the ministries or the sermon. Good, I petition you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters as well as my eyes and to the things that are on our hearts that we're having trouble understanding and let us understand those and give us the spiritual advice that we need and correct our ways as you choose and show fit to do so and love us and continue to love us and cherish us under your wings, under your bosom. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> All right. chapter 11 verse 34 says the lamp of your body is the eye when you have a good eye that is when you are generous your whole body is full of light take care that the light in you is not darkness that means doing the devil's will and the light doesn't shine so as we can see here a lot of things come into our mind and our heart, and we ponder over these things, should we do them or shouldn't we do them? Are they right or wrong? But the thing is, is to pray for guidance and to pray when situations like that come upon us. Even I myself have to pray for guidance because of things I don't understand that I may think is good, but may not be what the Creator wants us to do. Just as the Creator gives us money, to test us there, to see what we do with it. He gives us life and the ability to make decisions. Decisions of our own accord. So, we want to pray to the Creator for guidance, even though we have the, the right and the ability to make decisions on our own. So we don't want darkness to be shining in us instead of the light. Because if we continue to make dark decisions or decisions that are wrong, then that's going to be what shines in us and not the light for making righteous decisions and good decisions. It says that Ephesians 5, 
chapter 5, verse 32. For it is shameful even to speak of the things these people do in secret, and these sins are what hinder you from drawing close to God. So if we do things or make decisions in the darkness and do sinful things in the darkness, the light doesn't shine in us. Only darkness shines in us. So we don't want to sin. We want to make righteous decisions and we want to be righteous and do righteous things. <clears throat> We don't want to be in secrecy saying that the Creator doesn't see us, so why not I just do it this way? I mean, He really doesn't care. He's not watching over us. Because that is far, far from the truth. It says that Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 1. Show my brothers whom I love and long for my joy and my crown, my dear friends, keep standing firm in union with the Lord. So it's telling us here, we want to be in union with the Lord's decisions. Even though he gives us the ability to make our own decisions, we want to be in union with the Lord's decisions. We want the Lord to speak out of our mouth on our behalf when we minister. Even on day-to-day -day situations, just anything. We want the word of God enunciating and flowing from within out of us and speaking on our behalf and letting people know that we are with the Lord or in union with the Lord. Luke chapter 6 verse 21 says, How blessed are you poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. How blessed are you who are hungry, for you will be filled. How blessed are you who are crying now, for you will laugh. The thing about that is if for those of us who are hungry, for those of us who are poor, the kingdom of God belongs to you and it's calling for you and it's calling right now. It's calling for you to pick up the Bible and start to study and to stop sinning and to do what the Lord says. The Lord will take care of you. Just put your burdens and your trust in his hands. Because to go from crying to laughing means that something good had to have come about. And that is for trusting in the Lord. If we trust in the Lord, things will change for us. If you have money problems, things will change there. If you have girlfriend problems or you want a husband or you want a wife, things will change there. If you have no children, things will change there. You'll have children. But you have to trust in God and you have to put your faith and trust in him 100%. Even though that's kind of like <clears throat> awkward to do because we only use a certain percentage of our brain. But when it comes to faith, you use every bit of your soul and your spirit. And to trust and put your trust and faith in the creator, you can do that 100% and rely your burdens on him. All right. It says at Luke chapter 6, verse 34, But woe to you who are rich, for you have already had all the comfort you will get. Woe to you who are full now, for you will, sh you will go hungry. We see here the blessings are the kingdom of God belongs to the poor. Many people in the world would not give up their riches to obtain the kingdom of God. 
They don't care about the, the poor until a holiday like Thanksgiving. So we see here, <clears throat> a lot of us have, may have blessings bestowed upon us, and we don't use those blessings wisely. Because these things that are here that were given to us on earth, Money, houses, cars, these are things the Creator puts in your hands to, to be able to see what you do with them. He wants to know, are you going to use it righteously or unrighteously? Are you going to use it for the bad purpose or the bad side, the dark side, or the good side? And that's the basic thing there is when it comes to a test. The, he doesn't test us in a way where he will tell Satan, okay, go out and do this and so forth to the person. He doesn't do that. Even in the time of Job, he didn't do that. He allowed him to touch him for as long as he didn't kill him because he, Satan brought an issue up that Job was only being righteous because of what he got from the Creator. And... <clears throat> We don't want to fall into that category of we're doing it just because of what he gives us. We want to fall into the category of we're doing it because we love him and we love righteousness and good and not darkness. All right, that's it for my sermon. Now I'm going to my Bible reading. And it goes to say at Joshua chapter 9, When all the kings on the west side of the yard and in the hills, and the Shahalah, and all along the shore of the great sea, that fronts the Levian, Lebanon, that fronts the Lebanon, the Hittite, Emory, Canaanite, Prizai, Havai, and Yavusai, heard what had happened, they joined forces to fight together against Joshua and Israel. But when the inhabitants of Gibeah heard that what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they developed a clever deception. They made themselves look as if they had been on a long journey by putting old sacks on their donkeys and taking used wineskins that had burst and been mended back together. They put old patched sandals on their feet and dressed in worn-out clothes and took as provisions nothing but dried-up bread that was crumbling to pieces. Then they went to Yahshua in the camp of Gilgal, Gilgal and said to him, And the men of Israel, We have come from, from a country far away. Now make a covenant with us. The men of Israel said to the Havai, how do we know that you don't live here among us? If you do, we don't want to make a covenant with you. But they answered Yeshua, We are your servants. Yeshua asked, Who are you and where do you come from? They answered him, Your servants have come from a very distant country because of the reputation of Adonai, your God. We have heard reports about him, <clears throat> everything he did to, in Egypt and everything he did to the kings of the Amorite across the Yarden, Sikon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, at Ashtaroth. So our leaders and all the people living in our country said to us, 
Take provisions with you for the journey. Go to meet them and say to them, We are your servants and now make a covenant with us. Here is the bread which we took for our provisions. It was still warm, warm when we took it out of our homes the day we left to come to you. Now look at it. it is, it's dry and turned to crumbs. And these wineskins were new when we filled them. But look now, they're torn. Likewise, these clothes of ours and our shoes are worn out because of the very long journey. The men sampled some of their food, but didn't seek the advice of Adonai or good. So Yeshua made peace with them and made a covenant with them to spare their lives. And the leading officials of the community swore to them. But three days later, after they had made the covenant with them, they heard that they were their neighbors, that they lived there within with them. <clears throat> the people of Israel traveled and arrived at their cities on the third day. Their cities were Givram, Kephirah, Berat, Kariat, Yaram. The people of Israel did not attack them because the leading officials of the community had sworn to them by Adonai, the God of Israel, but all the community grumbled against the leaders. However, the leaders replied to the whole community, we have sworn to them by Adonai, the God of Israel, so we can't touch them. Here's what we would do to them when we let them live, so that God's anger will not be on us because of the oath we swore to them. Yes, let them live, the leaders continue, but let them chop wood and draw water for the whole community. This is what the leaders said. Yeshua summoned them and said this to them. Why have you deceived us by saying, We come from a place very far away, when in fact you are living right here with us. Now you have a curse on you. You will be slaves forever, supplying people to chop wood and draw water for the house of my God. They answered Yeshua, It is because we heard the reports that Adonai your God had ordered his servant Moshe to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from ahead of you. So we were terrified for our lives on account of you. That's why we did this. Now, as you see, we are in your hands. Do to us whatever seems good and right to you. So the brothers went out and deceived the children of Israel. But this is why we, I was talking about this before in the sermon. We need to trust in good and seek his advice, his spiritual advice on matters like this. We have to do this in order that we are not deceived by Satan and his demons. It is, okay, it says, now as you see, we, uh, so Yahshua did exactly that. He saved them from the power of the people of Israel so that they didn't kill them. But he did the same day make them chop wood and draw drawers of water for the community and for the altar of good in the place which he would choose and they remain so to this day. So we see here that something good did turn out. They got servants, which is good, uh, and they didn't have to work extremely hard to supply wood for the temple and wood and water for the temple or the altar and the temple, uh, the tent that it was set up in. So we see here that we 
have to be on alert because those, remember that the demons were once angels or righteous before God, but they changed. So remember this, people today can do the same thing. Just as the demons were once righteous or in the light, they are now in the darkness. And so people who were once in the light can be in the darkness. Even our ministers today, our prophets, and uh, whomever it may concern, who, whomever is around us, may have once been in the light, but now is in the darkness. All right, thank you for listening, and now I'll be leaving you. I'm going to close with a word of prayer. Good, I petition you, open the hearts of the brothers and sisters that they are able to pierce through those who are in the light, who are now in the darkness, including myself, and let them be able to make stern and righteous and truthful decisions concerning matters that uh, are presented before them. I pray that you direct and guide their footsteps in the matter, and I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.